Welcome to Revive Nations, touching nations one life at a time. His word is a fire shut up in our bones. Be revived, renewed and restored. Access more resources and partner with us on our website revivenations.org. Hello everybody and welcome to the audio podcast with Pastor Shaiju. I'm your host for today, Sarah, along with Francesco, and we are happy that you're here joining with us today. So the topic of discussion for today is going to be on worship, but before we get to that, I'd just like to remind our listeners that Pastor Shaiju will be holding revival meetings in Kuwait on the 14th, 15th, and 16th of July this month. For more information, go to revivenations.org/kw. Don't forget to invite your friends and get the word out on social media. Yay, that is so great. I'm so excited that you guys are joining. I'm telling you it's so much fun uh, to have you guys with me. Um, Sarah is uh, our family Friday teacher at our church. Every Fridays we have Bible study and uh, Francesco is a multiple he's involved in multiple areas um, and he's been such a blessing to our church. Uh, helps us with our kids programs and and many other areas. He, he, truly multitasked and the last few days he's been helping me to get around places because I don't have a car <laughs> yes so um, it, it's and podcast has been a, a very lonely affair I come into my office and just ramble mm-hmm. so now we won't have those moments we will have people engaging with us and so I'm super grateful to God for you guys um, in helping us doing this I hope our listeners will enjoy let us know if 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 you like this new um, way of doing the podcast what do we have for today Sarah so Pastor Shaji this morning we wanted to talk about worship and worship is a very like big word like when you think of worship when people talk about worship uh, some people just think about singing some people just think about a service on a Sunday morning where they're singing to God and yet I know that worship means much more than that um, but the one thing I did want to ask is, you know, maybe we can just start with something general because I know that a lot of people listening to this are probably wondering, you know, what does it really mean to worship in spirit and truth? Uh, before we go into that, um, one of the misconceptions that people have is that, you know, that God needed us to worship Him. And so God created man because He wanted worship. Um, that is partially the truth but the fact is that God doesn't need anybody you know he is fully complete and whole by himself Um, for worship he had countless other angels uh, but God created us for intimacy Mm. as much as he is our father he is also God he is also the king of kings the lord of lords he is a creator of the universe so when we come to the presence we do when when we come to his presence we not only come as little children but we also understand who he is that he is a creator he not only created us he redeemed us so if 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 it is just creator and and worship um, there is a different dynamic but there's a deeper intimacy and dynamic when you see him as your redeemer the one who saves you, one who saves you from the grip of the enemy. That leads us to value and admire him, not just for who he is, but for who he is to our soul. Mm-hmm. That leads us to bring something from our inside, to bring him to his feet. And that is basically worship, admiring him for who he is and valuing him 
him for who he is in our life and and that brings us to the question of of worshiping him in the spirit and truth because that means you can you cannot worship him the way he's supposed to be worshiped until we do that in the spirit and in truth so number one spirit means that it is beyond us spirit means that we need to understand that that it is not in our capacity to do that we need the help of the holy spirit to do that and through the holy spirit that is by him therefore let us offer sacrifices of praise so through the holy spirit we are able to best worship god because by ourselves that's the beauty of christianity we cannot do anything on our own we do all things to the holy spirit so the more we learn to depend on the holy spirit the better we are able to worship so worship is not just about singing even though singing is an expression of worship right so when we come into a church and begin to worship we must allow uh, the holy spirit to take over us in worship otherwise there's no difference between somebody sitting in a justin bieber con- uh, concert and singing mm-hmm. versus somebody worshiping in the house because we must worship him in the spirit and in in truth so truth is the knowledge of what we are who we are how he has set us free who he is and how great he is and when the truth is combined together with the spirit that is when explosions happen that is when glory comes down yeah so okay the the, the depending on the holy spirit and the knowledge of who you are is very important to when you worship but does it matter if you're alone in your shower or if you're in a congregation full of 300 people like is there a difference between corporate worship and individual worship is is there a different unction that's released see uh, the only difference that i i foresee worship is worship it is from you to god okay, okay whether you're with alone by yourself or with your crowd the difference that i foresee is the fact that god loves the unity of his children mm-hmm. god loves the fellowship of his saints the bible is very clear about not undermining it some people say oh i am the church i sit at home and do it that's not biblical god is for his people coming together and that's why you see the book of acts encouraging the fact that they kept coming together to worship god because the more they came together to worship god um it touches like it's the heart of any parent to see their siblings their mm-hmm. children the siblings being at peace with each other and all the more worshiping together release a corporate anointing corporate worship corporate prayer release a corporate anointing that can break stuff in a higher dimension then you will see that throughout the scriptures when the people came together to worship came came together to pray the glory cloud that came was for the nation itself for the larger benefit there's a larger breakthrough so that's the heart of the father that's really beautiful and you were talking before about how we need to worship in spirit um if we don't worship in spirit we're just worshiping in our own flesh we could just be singing really and the words are not going up to heaven mm-hmm. so the one thing i know that some people are thinking about and i'm thinking about it right now is that there's many different ways to worship there's different styles of worship in the sense of like prophetic worship you know mm. like you're talking about worshiping in spirit where does prophetic worship come in what does that look like uh, see um this is a subject that is not well uh, understood or sometimes even misunderstood a uh, prophetic worship is 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 another di- is another dimension of the worship in the spirit when you you begin to prophesy in worship so you sing in the spirit as the spirit leads mm-hmm. and then you begin to prophesy through that worship that you allow uh, the expression of songs and mm-hmm. music to begin to declare the things of god one of the such moments that happened about 3 weeks ago in one of our services where 
I distinctively heard the shofar being blown. Mm-hmm. I heard that. That's part of worship, right? Music is part of worship. And that moment was a time of victory. So the victory had to be declared. So I was looking for the brother who was blowing the shofar and I couldn't find him in the crowd and I was frustrated. I was like, where is Raf? Where? Where is he? You know, looking around. And what I was shocked to see was right behind me, he was holding the shofar with the microphone ready to blow because he was feeling that he was supposed to blow the shofar. Mm-hmm. So basically we were in the spirit. So God, just like throughout the Bible, you see, and throughout the prophets, throughout uh, that God would make them do certain things. Uh, as part of worship, is a prophetic act where you declare things in the spirit, a foretell of of things that are supposed to happen in the spirit places. But we know that there's also an aspect of that prophetic worship where I've seen people like declare things over the crowd. Um, and that's all about being sensitive to the spirit. So when it comes to spontaneous worship, how would you define it? Was it just, is it the same thing? What's the difference between a prophetic worship because you're attuned to the spirit and you're following what the spirit is doing versus spontaneous worship? Um, see, there should, uh, I should use my words carefully. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot say healthy balance because um, it's, it's more related to how the spirit is led. And the fact that not everybody is spirit-led at all times, mm-hmm. um, people can then, then, one of the things that you see today in the church is that, oh, I feel the Holy Spirit say this, I feel the Holy Spirit say that. And you see a lot of abuse in that, a lot, lot of ignorance in that. And some people, because they feel that way, they make it the Holy Spirit say. So one of the things that we do at our services, uh, I don't know if you guys have observed, um, is that Pastor Andrew, uh, Pastor Steve, Pastor Lolo, we keep eye contact. You know, they're looking at me, I'm looking at them. Um, I'm sensing what they are sensing. I'm looking at how connected they are. They're looking at how connected I am. Sometimes we just say repeat. Sometimes we just say, go back to the old chorus. Go, repeat the same thing. Um, sometimes we say, I call Pastor Steve and say, hey, the next five minutes, don't sing. Just let this, the violin keep playing and just enjoy the presence. Mm-hmm. Even as I'm, I'm speaking right now, I feel the presence of God being released. Because there's something beautiful about being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Like... There should, we should be smart enough to know that worship is by the Spirit and to the Lord. So we must allow the Spirit to lead us. So the, the more, the more, so one of the things that I want to speak, I've written it down, is to be carried by the wave. You know, being sensitive to the wave. So there are some songs you, you sense the wind blowing. At that time, don't stop singing. There are some songs, there's nothing moving. Go to the next song, you know. Sometimes we strive to make it happen. We strive to make the atmosphere. Don't do that. Um, we just allow the Spirit to lead us. Let Ride on the waves. And, and as we do that, you will see that the worship gra- gathers deeper meaning. And sometimes when God is about to move, don't come to an end. Um, linger a little longer at the feet of Jesus and they will give you a greater breakthrough. Even when you're in your car, um, and you you feel the tug of the Holy Spirit calling you. Don't rush into your uh, appointment. Don't rush into your um, you know your um, whatever you need to do next. When you hear the Holy Spirit calling, just enjoy Him. Sing a little longer. Um, just hum a tune. Just worship Him, and and that will open your spirit realm to receiving more from Him. So worship is is a key that will help you hear his voice, hear his direction, and make you tuned to hear the heart of God. And sometimes when when I am not hearing clearly, I just spend time worshiping, and boom, everything is clear. 
and the Holy Spirit begins to become louder. And you will see that even when Saul was possessed and was manifesting, David started worshipping on his instrument and it, it calmed him down. You will see a prophet, before he was prophesying, he said, bring me a musician. Mm -hmm. And the music helped him to get into the prophetic realm. So there's, there's a lot of places you will see how worship has helped them walk closer with God. So don't be in a hurry, don't rush. Enjoy the worshipping because that is a key. In fact, something that we've been teaching is that learning how to let go and freely worshipping as a little child is one of the keys to having a revival in your church. Mm -hmm. And if you guys have noticed, one of the biggest changes that has happened in our church is the way we worship. And that freedom of worship is what will release the revival anointing upon a church, mm -hmm. upon a ministry. The more conservative and controlled and expressionless and 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 bound a worship is the less the freedom of the spirit the less breakthrough that a church will experience so i encourage our listeners to let go and and just enjoy this grace of god that we can experience through worship thank you pastor shaji that's really helpful i think that there's so many other questions that we could ask on worship like we've just touched uh, the surface today mm -hmm. maybe we can do another podcast in the future maybe again. what we could do is once we post this today yeah. um we could encourage people to comment on the post and if there are sufficient questions that come to, we could probably continue this tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, the only limitation of recording this podcast is that we have to be locally available in this place. And we'll continue to do that and, and um, maybe, yeah. So that's it for today's uh, episode. Any closing thoughts, Pastor? That's it. Um, encourage you to, to have, enjoy, pray that your church will understand and function in a great level of worship because that will make the flow of the spirit in your leader in your church much greater and and position you guys for a great breakthrough cool so worshipers i encourage you to find us on our social media on our website and yes leave us a comment so that we can include it in future podcasts take care and be blessed until next time yep